Welcome to the preaching podcast of Life Point Church. We're so glad you've joined us here. If you're ever in the Baton Rouge area, please stop by. We'd love to meet you. For more information on our church or Pastor Donovan, please visit our website at golifepoint.com. Um, let's all stand for the reading of the word. Just have a couple of verses here. Matthew 14, verses, for right now, just verse 28 and 29. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. And Jesus replied and said, yes, come. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. Let's say a prayer and uh, we'll kind of look at this a little more closely. Thank you, God, again for this opportunity. I pray that you would anoint me tonight. Help me to speak with confidence. Help me to speak what you want me to speak. Anoint me. God, help us to uh, receive what you have for us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Um, My goal today is I, more than anything, I want to inspire you and challenge you to let go of some hesitation. I want you to step out by faith, take action, take a risk, and see what happens. Um, Most of you around here might be familiar with our uh, life groups. They've been going on for a little while now. If you don't know what they are, it's just one of the many ways that we connect with people around here outside of our regular gatherings. Um, The particular group that I'm in, a few weeks ago, we went rock climbing Uh, at a place called Uptown Climbing. And I have to say, I had a surprising amount of fun. I had never been rock climbing. Uh, The closest thing to this I've ever done was probably climbing in my grandmother's tree as a kid. Um, But it was a great time. And as a photographer, when I, uh, in between climbing these huge walls, um, I saw some uh, posters and Uh, One that really grabbed my attention, it was this guy named Alex Honnold. And um, if you've talked to me much lately, I've probably mentioned this guy to you um, because his story is just super inspiring. So Alex is one of the most recognized and accomplished rock climbers. Um, He's most famous for his free solo climbing, which just means that he'll climb rocks with no ropes, no safety harness, um, just him and the, the wall of rock. That's it. And on Saturday, June 3rd, 2017, Alex Honnold free solo climbed 3,000 foot El Capitan in Yosemite National Park. That's Alex right there. It makes my palms sweaty to even look at that picture. No ropes. No know anything. The only thing he had was uh, a pack of chalk, which just helps him grip a little better. <laughs> um, yeah, one wrong, one wrong slip up there, one small rock breaks off. It, it's the one on the left there, El Capitan. Uh, one slip and you're toast. That's it. All potential life-threatening climbs, but, or no, sorry. So before El Capitan, um, Alex climbed a few other walls. This was not his first uh, climb, of course. 
So he grew up going to a rock climbing gym, kind of like uh, what I went to the other day. And one of his first brief solo climbs was on a mountain called Moonlight Buttress in Utah. It was 1,000 feet tall. The second one he did was 2,000 feet tall. It was in Yosemite as well, and it was called Half Dome. Um, all of these are just life-threatening climbs, but nothing compared with the height of El Capitan. Alex didn't jump right into these accomplishments. He had been climbing for years, and as a matter of, matter of fact, he, um, he climbed El Capitan with ropes, I think it was like 40 times before he ever did it ropeless. And he went with several friends, uh, not when he free soloed, but when he um, climbed with ropes. And he had his route like mapped out to a T. He had every movement down, like he knew exactly what he was doing when he got up there. In an interview, he mentioned how he had been physically ready for this climb for a couple of years, but climbing something like that is much more than just physical. Like it's very, very mental. It takes a ton of confidence. But to, cl to Alex, climbing this mountain, it was a lifelong dream. It was something he couldn't quite explain. It was just a passion and people tried to talk him out of it, but he, uh, he was relentless. And at one point, he even compares climbing to walking down a sidewalk or driving a car. And his point is, we take risk with our life every single day. And he had gotten so confident at climbing that to him, it was, it was a lot like just walking down the sidewalk, which is pretty bizarre. Alex had such a confidence, though, and it was just a matter of putting some faith with or putting some action to his faith. Um, when I was just a kid, I've actually mentioned this before, but I, uh, I used to go to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Um, we would go a couple times a year, and we would go climbing, um, nothing like that, but we would go hiking, we'd swim in the lake, and things like that. And this particular time, we went to a lookout tower. Um, I'm not sure how tall it was, but for whatever reason, my brother and I, we were really young, and we thought it would be a good idea to climb the stairs instead of take the um, elevator. And my parents uh, agreed for some reason. And so here we are, we're about halfway up the steps. And it's very, very secure, but it's one of those things where you can kind of feel the tower uh, just shake just a little bit when the wind blows just right. And then if you look straight down, you can see below you because the stairs have uh, just very small holes in them. And in this moment, I became totally just paralyzed with fear. I fell down and I started crying. I wasn't screaming, but I just felt like I could not move. I, I was terrified. But the fact is I was totally safe. And, and life can be scary and it absolutely requires scary risk. I would even argue that our spiritual walk requires some pretty scary risk at times. Um, remember with me the first time you decided to tell someone about Jesus or the first time you decided to raise your hands in church or maybe you danced in his presence the first time. It was maybe a little uncomfortable. 
or the first time you just cried out in desperation for God to help you in some time of need, or maybe it's scary like it's the fifth time that you've ever spoke in front of the entire church on a Wednesday night. <laughs> um, risk and, and acts of faith, sometimes it may not look exactly like being on a 3,000-foot cliff, but oftentimes um, these acts of faith can be found in everyday life. So here's what your free solo climb may look like right now. It, um, it could be school. It could be starting a new business or a career, both of which are extremely scary, a little bit unpredictable at times. Um, you could be stepping out in your relationship with God or in your ministry. Um, you could be striving to be debt-free, and so you're, you're throwing everything you have at your debt, and you're going all in, and you're just praying, God, I, I pray that you would help me because I'm all in right now. Or it could be that you're moving forward and you're doing something that's right in spite of some opposition that you're facing. But just like Alex Honnold stepped out by faith, climbing El Capitan, in a way we see Peter in Matthew 14 doing the same thing. So let's take a closer look at what's happening here. So in this story, we find perhaps the most audacious disciple Peter, speaking up, stepping out, defying odds, doing the impossible by walking on water. For a little while now, the disciples, including Peter, have been following Jesus. They've been witnessing just huge miracles. As a matter of fact, right before this story, we find where Jesus took um, five loaves and two fish and he fed 5,000, actually over 5,000 people with just this amount of food. And so these disciples, they've been witnessing some pretty amazing things. And um, they've also witnessed his profound responses to the Pharisees um, and many more epic events. But in this particular scenario, the disciples find themselves in some trouble. So let's look at this again. I'm going to read a few more verses this time. Uh, verse 24 says, Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on water. Of course, they're in a storm, and it's 3 a.m., right? And so Jesus, I like to imagine him, he's just calmly walking towards them. And verse 26 says, when the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified, and they cried out, It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once, Don't be afraid. Take courage, because I am here. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, or one translation says, Since it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. So Jesus says, Yes, come. And in verse 30, but when he saw the strong wind and waves, he was terrified and began to sink. And Peter cries out, save me, Lord. And Jesus immediately reaches out, grabs him, and he says, why did you doubt me? You have so little faith. When they climbed back in the boat, the wind stopped, and the disciples worshipped him. 
and they said, you really are the son of God. There's so much that happens right here in just these few verses, so let's break it down a little bit. Um, I want you to notice something. Here's, here's just a few things. I'm going to list three things that you can expect whenever you step out by faith. Here's number one. You can expect to have God's help. There's so much that's happening, but first I'd like to point out Jesus' response to Peter falling. Jesus tells him that he has little faith, right? And for the longest time, I I thought, man, this is kind of harsh of Jesus. Like Peter just stepped out onto the stormy sea, and like that that's that's pretty big, you know that that requires some faith. And um, but it's kind of, in my imp- opinion, that it was probably less of a rebuke. And it was kind of a compliment. And the reason I say that is because in Matthew chapter 17, just a few chapters later, verse 20, Jesus says to his disciples, keep in mind, Jesus told Peter that he had little faith, right? Whenever he stepped out and he fell, he got distracted by the waves. But Jesus later says this, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, You can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So like I said, I I think that this was actually more of a compliment than anything because Jesus says you have little faith. Well, if Peter has little faith, then he can move an entire mountain. And let me say this, God is not scared of your little faith. Peter still stepped out. Like I said, waves crashing around him. He still had faith enough to step out. And we see that Peter had faith enough to cry out to God. Whenever he starts sinking, he he immediately says, God, please help me. And immediately Jesus responds and he grabs Peter. And this is such just a, a... one example of God's grace and mercy. Like, no hesitation, no questions, no, ah, you shouldn't have done that. He immediately rescues Peter. And another thing I see Peter do is he's the only disciple that even bothers to speak up and step out. So in this sense, Peter is a like a huge leader right now. After he gets back on board, the storm stops And this is probably the most powerful part to me is the very last verse of of this little section, verse 33. It says, you really are the son of God. One commentator says that this is the first time we meet with so plain and open an acknowledgement of his being the son of God. You see, the disciples were still figuring out that Jesus was the Messiah. And this is one of the first times we really see that that revelation is happening. And so that's huge. And that's all because Peter decided to step out. Peter put several actions to his belief. He wasn't all talk. And James 2.26 tells us that faith without works is dead. It isn't faith if you don't have action to it. Faith is powerful, 
but it's also not a magic trick. It's not like we can say, hocus pocus, I believe that that bottle of water will disappear. And well, I believe right now that it's going to disappear, but it's still there because I didn't put any action to it. You have to put action to your faith. You can't just believe something will change or happen. Like I said, God honors little faith. And don't not do something you know to do because of little faith. Don't not do something you know to do because of little faith. If you want God's attention, step out because God always responds to faith. If you want God's provision, step out because God always responds to faith. If you want revelation, just like the disciples had began to have the revelation that this is the Messiah right here in front of us. If you want a fresh revelation of who Jesus is, seek him and try to believe even in the middle of your doubting because Jesus always responds to faith. I know faith comes here by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Bible tells us that. But also I believe faith can increase as we step out into supernatural territory. You could say this, God, I know I can't do this on my own, but I do know I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I don't think Jesus' response to Peter was a rebuke necessarily. Like I said, I've always read it as one, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of reading it with different eyes now, and it inspires me. If, if there's a day I have where I feel like I have little faith, just keep going because God will honor it, and he'll help you. Peter walked on the water with little faith. He led the way with little faith. He cried out to God with little faith. Another observation is a storm is all around them. There's waves. It's 3 a.m. Most people are asleep at this time. And it is not convenient. I like to imagine that the disciples were probably exhausted from rowing or, or whatever you do to keep a ship afloat. But sometimes God wants our big moment to be right in the middle of our chaos. Sometimes God wants our big moment, just like Peter's big moment was stepping out. He wants it to be right in the middle of our chaos, right in the middle of our storm. Sometimes we have our own ideas of what time would be best for this or when and where this should happen. And, and sometimes it does seem like God is just sitting there, and sometimes he is. Sometimes he wants us to act. He wants to see what we're going to do. Uh, one thing I learned later about um, Alex Honnold and his climb was that I think it was like six months. I'm probably getting this wrong, but it was something like six months before he climbed El Capitan. He had sprained his ankle. And so I... Um, from that interview, it made me believe that he probably wasn't in, like, full health with his ankle when he uh, made that climb. But when you're trying to muster up that faith, just like he did, here's a prayer to pray. God, I know you're there. It, it may seem like you aren't doing anything. But since I can have assurance in you, I'm going to step out anyway. And I may fall. But though a righteous man falls seven times, he rises again. 
And God, I know you will be there to help me up. Um, here's my second thing. So we're talking about what to expect whenever you step out by faith. So number one was you can expect God's help. Number two, you can expect a little bit and maybe sometimes a lot of discomfort. Jesus allowed Peter to sink into the sea. He had, he has all the power in the world. He, he could have um, rescued Peter before he ever even fell. Um, faith doesn't always exempt us from pain, but it can always assure us rescue. God may allow you to go under for just a moment, but he's right there to help you up. The scripture says immediately when Peter fell, God was there. Whenever you feel faithless, God is faithful. Psalm 34, 18 says, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So we're talking about when you step out by faith, you're uncomfortable. Psalms 34 assures us that God is near to the brokenhearted. Don't be discouraged. God's never going to let you down. And FYI, it, one of the reasons we gather here and we have our life groups and we gather together on Sunday and Wednesday is to help each other. It, there's something powerful about having some friends around. You know, when Alex went to climb that wall, he had tons of friends cheering him on, and uh, they would have done anything they could have done <coughs> to help him. And that's what we're here to do. If you see somebody down, going through something, encourage them. Go hang out with them. Buy them lunch, coffee, whatever. But there's something we can all do for one another. Um, my third thing that you can expect when you uh, step out by faith is you can expect some distractions. I love what Alex Honnold worded or how he worded his answer when someone asked him about down climbing. So typically when you're climbing, you're climbing up, of course. But on his particular uh, route of El Capitan, it was more convenient for him to have a section where he was actually down climbing. And he said, if you're climbing up, it's easier to see. If you're climbing down, it's harder because your own body is blocking your view. So think about it. If you're climbing down, it's much harder to see whenever you're looking down like that. And I think one of the biggest distractions we can, we can have is, our, is actually ourselves. A lot of times we, we're looking down, we're so focused on us instead of looking up where God wants us to look and looking, keeping our eyes on the prize, keeping moving forward. That's why we have to die daily and, and turn away from our sin and turn away from self-doubt and unbelief. We have to keep our eyes, eyes on God lest we start to move away from his destination and losing our focus while we get in our own line of sight. When Peter took his eyes off of God, he, that's when he began to sink. So he took his eyes off of him 
off of the goal, off the big picture, and he started to sink. Um, and in verse 30, it says, When he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. But Proverbs 4, 25 through 27, it says this. Let your eyes look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet and stay on the safe path. One version says, give, give careful thoughts to the paths for your feet and be steadfast. Don't turn to the left or to the right. The enemy wants to distract you from your dream, and he wants to distract you from where you're going. So think about it. What is a distraction that's in your life? For Peter, it was the wind and the waves. It was the storm that was all around him. And it's funny because here he is. He's actually already doing the impossible. He's already walking on water, but yet the waves caused him to doubt and sink. So it wasn't the fact that he was like walking on water, which is amazing in and of itself. It was the waves that were around him. So really he had no reason to even be afraid at this point. So just fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's all stand together. I believe God has given some of you dreams and I believe it's time for you to see them come to pass. I wasn't going to say this, but I, the other day I was driving to Target, and I was on Industriplex. Well, I was on airline. I turned left onto Industriplex, and I got an advanced green, which are like my favorite things in life, because I hate waiting at red lights. And so I got an advanced green, and I go all the way to Segan, and I get another advanced green. And I'm like, man, this is my lucky night. And then I get to Target, and yet, you guessed it, another advanced green. And this is what I want to pray for all of us. I want to pray that in this season that you have some advanced greens in your life. There are some things that you've been praying about maybe for years and years. There are some dreams that I believe some of you need to reach down deep, that God placed deep, deep, deep inside of you. And you need to resurrect those dreams. And you need to read this scripture in Matthew. Read it over and over. How God helped Peter. But first you just have to take that step. You have to take the step. And I'm praying. I'm going to continue to pray. That God gives you those advanced greens. Whether it be in your career. Whether it be in your ministry. Your relationship with God. Whatever it is. I'm praying it in Jesus name. Let me challenge you again. If your dreams line up with the word of God, declare it. Let me challenge you to stop asking. Pray it in Jesus' name and declare it. Because if his word says it, it's true and it's good. And it's going to come to pass. So there's no reason in, in just passively asking. God gives us the, the boldness. We can come to his throne boldly with confidence. There are some things in the word that we can demand because God gives us permission because he went, he paid the highest price for us. 
we're not taking full advantage of it if, if we don't come to his throne boldly. Come and, and, and demand some stuff. Demand some stuff back from the enemy. Speak those dreams into existence. And you may not know the next step right now in this moment, but if you're praying it and, and your heart is sincere, I believe 100%, no doubt, that God will show you again. It's not too late. If you're in this room right now, it's not too late. If you listen to the podcast and you hear this, it's not too late. I believe some of you have been training and training with ropes. You've been climbing this mountain. You've been climbing with your friends. You've been practicing and practicing. And I'm here to tell you it's time to free solo. It's time to let go of the ropes. It's time to drop them. And it's time to, to climb it, whatever it is, in Jesus' name. Let go of control. Sometimes we have certain things that make us feel safe and secure, and they're hard to let go of. Just like it would have been easier for Alex to climb that mountain one more time with ropes, but he, would have, he wouldn't have made history. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have free climbed it. Sometimes it does come a time where you can take the ropes off. And I don't know if that's you or not, but I feel like it's for somebody. I'm praying right now that you'll find yourself at the intersection of God's timing and God's will for your life. God, where is it you want me to step right now? You may find yourself at the end of your rope, but like I said, I think that that's where God wants you right now. You've exhausted everything else. It's time to give him another chance. Let's all come down front for just a minute as they play. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's all just begin to pray together. In Jesus' name, I pray that you would resurrect some dreams that you've given us. God, I pray that you would help us to pray and step out boldly. God, give us direction so clear like we've never seen it before, God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, if there's something, God, that's making us feel too safe and too comfortable, God, help us to let go and help us to 100% trust you, God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you were blessed. For more information on our church, Pastor Donovan, or service times, please visit our website at golifepoint.com.